I feel like we should be like moshing the whole time I know. and then come up on us covered in garbage and filth and puke. Um, no, oh, look, that's just what me. I want. Look, <laughs> Bianca. Yeah. We all make dumb decisions in life, Bianca, when we don't get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, me, your friend Neil Brennan, mm-hmm. didn't get enough sleep and then at some point agreed to do a mattress commercial. <laughs> Would you like to see it? Yeah. Go to tuftonneedle.com. Uh, and uh, while you're there, pick yourself up a mattress and whatever you do, America, please sleep on it. Here's what I'll say. It's uh, it's actually <laughs> funny. It's uh, they, uh, the good people tough to needle contacted me about uh, doing a, just doing a bunch of jokes about 2019 in bed. And, Fantastic. Uh, and, uh, and I, in, in terms of commercials, I stand by it. I stand by it. It was funny. No, it's funny. It's fun. It's it's interesting. It's not dumb. I mean, it's dumb, but it's dumb in the best possible way. <laughs> uh, and as I was doing the commercial, I because I was, it's about like people don't sleep enough. I we wrote a thing where it was like, sleep does everything you wanted to do. Like, is it exfoliating? It, like, is it anti-inflammatory? Yes. Will it give you energy? Yes. Do you lose weight? Do you? It's there's nothing bad about it, (laughs) and like, does it exfoliate a hundred percent? And if you don't wash your sheets for a while, that goes up to a million percent because you have you'll have crunchy sheets, which they also (laughs) sell, and that will exfoliate your skin. Um, so go to toughtoneedle.com. Shit's funny. You like my content, dog? Hey, dog. Uh, uh, My my G. Um, (laughs) anyhow, Bankersons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's let you want to do a podcast? I think we should do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Let's, let's we got podcast. the cameras. Will is here and we're recording and uh let's go. All let's, right. So yeah. um Oh, I would just like to say uh, for the record, um last week whilst we were doing the podcast, I got uh, uh Seinfeld texted me during the podcast and then he came and did the show. Uh, he did my Tuesday show in Santa Monica. Yeah, and uh, so cool. And is uh, is gr- fucking great. Just a hilarious guy. And then he did the the and then he did store. the store the next night. Yeah, which was so funny because I don't know why he but... said he didn't do that good at the store. Here's the thing. He said I he said I can't not do Sebastian when I follow him, which is all right. of our experience. He's it's like, everyone. It's everyone impossible not to do Sebastian. That's how strong Sebastian's stink is. The guy with the strongest stink of the last 50 years in terms of like a type of comedy has a hard time not doing Sebastian. Right. It's it's not like, it's not impossible to follow him, but he leaves, he's still on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. He leaves the stink. He he pees (laughs) all over the stage. He's stanky. Yeah. Um, Well, me and my coworkers were saying before the night, the ratio of our sections, the quality customer was very low that night. We're like, Interesting. Fuck these people. Just sometimes you get a weird bunch, and they're weird to the. They're and do you tight. know why they're weird? Um, I can tell you if we're talking about particular comedians. If that's like, if you're headlining the show, or you're the closer, you're the draw. Yeah. I can tell you which comedians have what customers i almost don't want to know no because i don't want to shit on anybody <laughs> no i'm not i'm not gonna t- no. say oh, the names no. okay. i would never no because some of them it's a little some are disparaging if you really 
yeah. delve deep. But anyways, so but if it's just the comedy store show, no, it's whatever. It's a mixed bag. And this was I don't know if the IE like the Inland Empire just came. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but they were so so not fun to serve. And then they had the best night of comedy. Yeah. Did they it appreciate was, it? I just felt annoyed. Sometimes as a server you feel annoyed that these people they don't even know what they yeah they don't or know how when they Chappelle have pops up and I yeah. have dickheads I'm like you ready to close out yeah go I don't yeah. even want you to oh you want them to leave blessing. before Dave goes on yeah That's and fine. then they're like fuck yeah I don't know why it's weird it's like you're not do you're not being fun you're being an asshole they were a little tight but I feel like you did fine that wasn't no Jerry wasn't me i didn't go on no i'm oh wait no it was i was on the or that night oh you were on the or that yeah. night that was right thanks for saying i did fine though you um, generally do good in the main thank room. you <laughs> just saying no, no no i know that was no seinfeld came into uh when he was done he did came into the or and watched me and ally and the crowd stunk oh, no. so it was just a it just was a so garbage weird. set i mean i was literally <laughs> shitting on the crowd I but he was love like, when that the crowd doesn't like it. Very funny. You are the funniest when it's not necessarily you're bombing. I don't think you no, it's bomb just, at this point. It's, it's just yeah. it's not clicking. It's just we're not, we don't have we don't, good chemistry. Not, no, not compatible. It's so fun. It's, it's like Dave says, hilarious. you can always tell how funny someone is by how they bomb. I'm it's, not gonna we're not, I'm not gonna bomb alone. You're right. also gonna bomb. We're crowd. gonna bomb. This we're is all going, all going down. To- what do you think? You're gonna shoot me? I'm gonna shoot back. I think I saw as you. As I'm the- stumbling to my death. No, I I saw you in the belly once and there was not a lot of people. Yep. And <laughs> oh my god, I think about it sometimes. Man, I played I gotta- um audio from jokes working for the crowd. Oh my. If a joke, if Real I do a joke and it doesn't petty. work, I'll be like, "You guys want to hear that joke work with a Sergeant different crowd?" Petty and I'll here. play it. I'll play it back. Um, so he was uh, in town, or does he live here? Or he was in town for for a guy in showbiz who actually helped. The guy named Rick Ludwin was uh, in charge of late night at. He was in charge of like special programming at NBC mm-hmm. in the late eighties, early nineties. And Seinfeld used to do The Tonight Show twice a year. And so he did The Tonight Show 27 times. Mm. And nobody offered him a show. Weird. Nobody, like, and he would crush 27 times. And he actually said they would just, the, the way it worked back then, it was like, no, why would we? He goes, I never met anyone from NBC doing The Tonight Show 27 times. No one ever came to see, no one gave a shit. And then this guy, Rick Ludwin, uh, as the story goes, Jerry's manager wrote an email, wrote a, a letter to NBC. It was a and was like, this then. guy's done the Tonight Show 27 right. times. So this guy, Rick Ludwin, was like, we should give this guy a show. So he took, so I guess they did a pilot and they, Rick Ludwin took money from wrestling. Saturday Night's main event was the name of the show. It was mm-hmm. an 80s wrestling show that would run instead of SNL and put it toward making Seinfeld. So oh. there's always these stories of like, so-and-so help me. This guy actually did something right. that affected. There's a million people claim they did, but like right. that guy did, did it. Something. So Seinfeld was out for that, um, for the, uh, for the memorial. He oh. sleeps with his cars, Jerry. Huh, what do you mean? He has an airplane hanger. 
and he stays at the airplane hangar when he's out here with the cars. He has an In airplane hangar full of cars. He has he used to have a pullout cot a couch that he would just sleep next amongst the cars. Why? That's because he's strange. a ten year old boy. Okay. He just is ten. That's what I realized about Seinfeld. <laughs> and I told him this. I'm like, you're a ten year old boy who's just like, I like cars and I like comedy, and that's all I'm gonna do. Mm. Like he just he calls this guy Barry Martyr every day and he goes and we just talk, we joke for an hour and a half. We do we if we talk about politics, we'll just talk about people's faces. None of it's serious. <laughs> he's just a he's a ten year old who do figured it out. He's a Loves his structure. He likes what he likes. Yeah. He sleeps with the cars. Now he said he has like a attic in the <laughs> in the hangar that with a bed. I a love sink. that it's bare bones. I mean, he's around hundreds of thousands of dollars of cars, but yeah. his sleeping quarters. He's sleeping. Seem a little... He sleeps with the cars. Jerry Seinfeld sleeps with the cars. That's uh, a new show. Do I it. think that's the name of the episode. As a matter of fact, oh, really? of this episode. Oh, okay. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry, like uh, like this sleeps, one? sleeps with the vicious. He sleeps with Seinfeld sleeps with the cars. Um, so I think this is a what these white people doing. What are white people doing? This he's clown, Mexican. George Zimmerman, first him. of all, he's a he's a he's like if he could cha- well, he doesn't even need to change his name. He doesn't have a Mexican last name. Is he Jewish? He's not Mexican either. I think he's something. He's South American, Central American, but I don't think he's Mexican. Whatever he is, he's not white. <laughs> he's not. I'll tell you, we don't want you, buddy. We don't. We want nothing to do <laughs> with you. Him? You don't. You don't get to wear right. the badge right. of white. Turn in your gun and badge, George Zimmerman. He's suing Trayvon's family. Family. I don't know what for. For for defamation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Even though they didn't defame him in any way. Yeah, they just tried to find justice for their son. Yeah, but. they just were like, "We don't like, we don't like what you that you shot our son for no reason." It's defamation, right? Yeah, he's suing them for defamation, but defamation is so it's an impossible. It's also so hard to prove. It's impossible to prove. Uh, you have to know what the to prove defamation suit. You have to know what that person knows, basically, and then say you said something when you knew the opposite. And it's also getting harder to. Uh, prove because america can't agree on what reality is anymore <laughs> that was a so long reality that's we no longer so agree long <laughs> on what reality is if you watch the the hearings we cannot agree on what any on what what is factual and what is happening yeah we don't know we can't figure we don't i don't like it that's not happening it doesn't favor me so it's not happening um so, uh, George Zimmerman, uh, you're getting the toilet. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> How about that? Um, you are hard a, cold justice. You are a dumb dummy, and you are. He's just like a. I was thinking in the shower today that pe- guns really give people. There's as we record. There's a shootout in Jersey City right now. Mm, yeah, guns really make people feel. Uh, powerful, like they feel like they're there's order in the world if right. they have a gun, and it's sad that people can't accept a people cannot accept a little bit of chaos. Just like no, there's a little bit of chaos. 
but it's headed in the right. It's headed we're, into more controlled, and a gun's not really going to help you. No, we are just really afraid people in America, and I don't know if guns help or hurt. You know, I don't know if it's it puts you at ease. Oh, I have a gun. At least so, I have some sort of defense. Yeah. Or like I have all this power. You know, I don't know if it. I, I well, I don't. Know. I've never needed a gun. No, no one needs. I've well, never felt like fuck. I wish I had a gun. You know what's funny? I kind of want a gun, but I don't know. I don't like guns. I look, I got a taser, but I've never needed it. Well, I live alone, and I don't yeah. know. Maybe I feel like I like some comics have a joke. I've heard a few comics have this joke that only women should have guns mm-hmm. because yeah, you need them. We need them a yeah. little bit more, and that to me makes. That kind of makes sense, but well, it's like eh, you're I into don't know. a you're into a another slippery slope. Which yeah, is, it's like. Uh, but <laughs> women. I, also. I weigh 150 pounds. <laughs> you should I? Yeah. Do I need a gun? Right. <laughs> Do what, what? At what point? Like, there's these these um. There's so many things of violence against women, right? Right. Out of all the violence in the world, 10 percent of it's against women. 90 percent of it's against men. So when women say we're trying to stop violence against women, what about violence against men? It's not like all the men that are victims of violence, A, we're looking for it, and B, the assumption is, well, you can fight. Not, maybe not. No, yeah, for sure. Maybe I can't. I'm betting a lot of the people that are getting violence on them. <laughs> violence on them, yes. Are, aren't that nice with their hands. That's my guess. I right now, I know. We gotta, <laughs> I like. What do we know? Who's, I know, but we know that most. What people, are we doing? Watch any fight on on YouTube. No, but most people <laughs> are not good at it. Sure, these like fisticuff fights. Right. On the so now I'm talking about people that like violence against women is mostly domestic. It's right. Mostly an uneven situation of strength. How? But how even are most male on male? Uh, the disparity between a man and a man is going to be a lot smaller than you're a man assuming a man. that. That's I'm an only, assumption. I'm assuming that because of everything we're taught, even in high school when we do PE, mm-hmm. I have a different set of push-ups. I have a different set of yes. goals that I have to hit. Not because so thir- they're let's sexist. Let's say men have have. Uh, well, again, you can make a case that that is sexist. You can but, totally, but, but I do understand that physically, physically, a weak men have dude can like kick better muscles. Fucking... Men have a yeah. better muscle ca- package than women. Let's say thirty percent start... better. I think the muscle density thing is like thirty percent or something, and women have more fat in their bodies naturally. Whatever. Now, if I'm a victim of violence. Mm-hmm. If I someone sucker punches me, someone right, wants to fight me, somebody whatever. I'm a hundred and fifty pounds now. Cl- now, granted, I am fucking shredded. Thank you, Bowflex, and thank you, Tufton Needle, for giving me a good night's sleep. <laughs> but thanks, Tufton Needle. Um, the disparity. The assumption is there's this massive disparity between any time a man fights a woman, and there's not a, mer- a, a disparity between any time a man fights a man. Someone wins fi- most fights. No, there's, there's a, a clearly a victor. In all fights. Agreed, but women only want to uh, eradicate the ones with a big disparity. <laughs> like, well, you guys are in the same weight class, so uh, I'm not. We're not worrying about that. We're worrying about violence against my weight class. I don't. I mean, 
I'm not sure what exactly the angle is here. Women My are, angle is we you should be against violence, not violence against women. It's, violence against women doesn't mean fuck violence against men. It just is bringing attention to the fact that most of the time when women are killed, they're killed by their husbands for the last, uh, I don't know, thousand years. Most of the time people are shot. It's by someone they know. Yeah. Like, yeah so but that's not just related. women. That's, no, that's It's closely related. Right. Right. What I'm saying, but women aren't saying we need to stop all violence. But We're saying you don't we need know to that. Stop. What are you saying? They, I don't know what the, women are because saying. The, what are because saying? the slogan isn't violence, period. The slogan is violence against women. No, I I don't, I'm not mad at what, like, violence is a problem for everybody. I just find it funny when it's like, we need to look at breast cancer. Meanwhile, colon cancer is fucking worse. Just because someone's bringing attention to one thing doesn't mean it's excluding the other. It doesn't. But when that's you like have that's the an Susan all lives G- matter argument slightly. No, no, uh, right. But the problem with that is the mortality rate for colon cancer. And I literally asked this at my colonoscopy. The mortality rate for colon cancer is higher than the mortality rate for breast cancer. So start a colon cancer campaign. I'm, I don't get like when, when I'm just done bring with this tough the needle. You know when I'm done with the tough the needle campaign, it's on the colons. <laughs> Um, uh, have you gone to toughsneedle.com? Um, the, the, uh, when you're too good for a mattress. Uh, by the way, I haven't gotten a new mattress in 20 years. It turns out. Cause I was I like, when did I get a new mattress? When did you get 20 years ago? A lot of uh, dead skin cells. Talk about exfoliating. <laughs> um, I'm reacting to my own dead skin. So I'm having an allergic reaction. <laughs> I just think it's funny that it's violence against women is a thing and not just violence. Like we don't need to end violence. We need to end violence against women. I have a question. Yeah. Why it's I don't see where the problem is bringing shedding light on things because a lot of violence against women is domestic and a lot of it is in the household and a lot of it is shamed and not talked about. And I know a lot of girls who've been in abusive relationships that no one wants to talk about it. I know tons of girls. I know most girls have been in abusive relationships. Right. I mean, so I don't think I think the intention of the campaign is more to br- let's talk about it it's all good it happens kind of destigmatizing it then but that's with so many things it's like you know it's like mad. black lives matter these, yeah, if there's... if the stats were actually worse against white people that's my point my point is like black lives matter is relevant because the stats the, are worse the, against white proportion, people no but proportionally they're not worse proportionally they're not worse but you know Cops do kill a large amount of white people. We don't really talk about right, that. Right, but statistically, they kill a larger percent yeah, of pro- black yeah, people. Yeah, of course, the ratio per is... capita. Ratio. I'm just saying that, like, I do think that shedding light on violence against women is about destigmatizing it and not so much this is number one. Because we do talk about... we Everybody... There's always, like, a acronym group I think, for everything. But to me, with violence against women, it the tacit agreement is like violence men like a little violence the when it's men on men they're both they're both having fun whereas I mean, women are like no 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 there's that where stigma men with are like you do like y'all like to scrap a little no because there's that stigma with women of like eh, she likes it a little rough she likes well yeah it, they like know. sex rough <laughs> across the board 100 <laughs> percent. you heard it from your friend neil brown <laughs> Uh, I don't know how George Zimmerman led us there, but Wait, I thank him for go, it. You know what? Thank you, I'm George happy. Zimmerman. You brought up one of my a uh, hot. That's almost a. That's kind of a uh, useless observation. What? What I just said that the violence against women should just be against all violence instead of violence against 
instead of violence against women. So what's the useless part? Uh, that it's sort of a useless observation. It's not like I'm going anywhere. Would someone send in a... It's a useless observation song, right? Ooh, ooh, ooh. He's got a little something for you. I got a useless observation Play it again, play it again, play it again, again. Play it again. Bring that shit back. He's got a little something for you. That's called. That's called you, dog. You don't stack your vocals did, too high. Who did you that? You put too many too layers many. on that shit, I was dog. Like, what's he saying? He it's, tried to do a Tupac where he had yeah. three levels of vocals. Do do do. But he went got a little something for ya. Because um, you can't even really it. hear Yusuf's observation. But oh, god yeah. damn it, is that a funny song? It's so fun. I just. It's funny that someone made that. The, it's the, so great watching them make that would i would be in tears yes um <laughs> if we have if there's a, any bts we can yeah bts we'll throw it um up. look next subject next what these whites i mean this isn't what these white people this don't is kind of part two what are white people doing got a little something for you <laughs> it's so um, good when you say it so bad bobby A.K.A. Bad, Bar- Bad Baby. Bad Bobby. Bad Baby got, she was wearing box braids. Look at you knowing terms. Knowing terms. Uh, she was wearing box braids, <laughs> cornrows, whatever you want to call them. Box braids. Box, that was, those were box braids, right? What's the difference just for Cornrows are like they're uh, braided on your scalp until they, uh, box braids are like the extension comes directly from. Do you get what I'm saying? Sorry, I'm not explaining it no. well. So, e- Cornrows are braids that are braided like on your scalp. It's in a your row. hair all the way. Oh, yeah, it's your like, hair or fake hair, whatever. Okay. Blended. It's usually blended. Whereas bro- box braids, they don't they don't braid on your scalp. They braid from like they take this hair, and then they they braid from. The do they hair. take a fake hair and put it at yeah. the top? Okay. Or you. So what you do is you use your hair and you slowly you buy like bags of hair and you slowly braid them in. So it's it's all. It's amazing what white people don't know about black hair. It's <laughs> okay. I mean it, you it's it you you could do a on the street quiz. The not we know nothing. You know I a, fucking know nothing. Didn't you watch your good friend's my documentary? Great, my good uh, yes, and it's the best work. I that's my favorite movie of Chris's by far. It's <laughs> the documentary he agree, where he a hundred percent disagree uh, agrees with me. Okay. It's his best work. That's great. Movies wise, best work. Top five's up there, but but fucking good hair is a killer. You know as much about the I know as much as you're gonna know. As you no, do about the, black between hair. vagina and black hair. What? No. I mean, it's a it's a <laughs> it's a fucking it's a nightmare. To quote Paul Mooney, it's a nightmare on Elm Street. Oh god. Um all right, so she put up box braids. Here's here again, we've talked about bad Bobby, bad baby. Bad Bobby. Uh she I can't believe it. In terms of making an impact yes. on culture from scratch, you'd be hard pressed to find somebody. Scratch? What scratch from are we talking about? A fucking from appearance on Dr. Phil. Yes, 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 yes. To go from that crazy to a fucking record con- to be like, okay, you're officially in showbiz. Here's a record contract is fucking amazing. And I say that as someone who's in showbiz and like fucking rights and does dump you know fucking dirt deep dip dork shit i am a dork 
I am. <laughs> yes, I will go to a meeting. She's just harder. like, I'm fucking crazy off the top of my head. Right. And I can monetize it. Well, the funny thing is her, her Dr. Phil appearance. The reason why it went viral is people were trashing her and she still found a way to capitalize. They, but it was the thing. It was a respectful trashing. Because as as much as everybody was like, look at this crazy white bitch, catch me outside is a catch instant you. hook. Instant hook. Very rarely can someone just Snoop Dogg can speak in hooks. The guy literally talks in hooks. Yeah, he's good. He if you show there was video of him uh, announcing a hockey game, and there were three hooks in twenty seconds. <laughs> um, so she's a miracle worker when it comes yeah. to hooks. Now, they went after her. They tried to Kim Kardashian her for wearing box braids. And she she came back. She clapped back. And I will be goddamned if she didn't make some good points. She wasn't wrong. Yeah. Uh, let me... Can we? Can you blow it up so we can read it? Well, great. Yo. To all the black females that are saying <laughs> my hair ain't it. My hair ain't meant for box braids. Guess the fuck what, y'all? Y'all hair ain't meant to be straight, but y'all give whole y'all glue whole wigs on your heads. And so Brazilian, Indian, Peruvian hair, which is any which isn't anything like your natural hair texture at all. And I don't say a goddamn thing, neither do the other cultures that you get their hair from. And on uh and on top of that, I'm not one of them people who has ever made fun or said anything bad about girls with box braids or any type of braids. I completely agree that would be out of line and cultural appropriation if I was trashing black girls for wearing, for wearing braids and getting them, but that's not the situation at all, so leave me the fuck alone or I'm going to start getting real disrespectful. Oof. Now, she makes, you know... You this sound is... like, reading her, you sound like me reading white people. <laughs> that's what it's like. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, that's, she's, she, she reiterated the point I've always made, which is like, we're all appropriating culture. Right. So it's just a matter of like punching up, punching down, who can steal from uh, if and there is a peck, I feel like there own... is a pecking order. Yes. A little bit. You know, yes, it feels but if bad I, I, my thing with cultural appropriation is unless you're selling it, anyone can do anything. If mm. you're if she starts selling braids, <laughs> right, right. then we got a problem. No, we got <laughs> right? Like if you want to make a fucking if I want to use if I want to make a Brazilian recipe at my house, right? That's a cultural appreciation. But mm. if I'm gonna open a Brazilian place, eh, eh. I mean, let's be honest. She is. It feels I get the black women that are angry about its perspective, right? It does feel like. You know, black people are second class citizens, but when it's appropriate, they're ridiculed. And then once it passes this due point of, oh, wait, this is actually kind of fun or cool or I get it now. Now it's like a buffet of like, I'll take that, that, that. You can go yeah. back to your fucking side of the track. So I understand that feeling of yes. whatever. But she like spends, she's dedicated a lot of time to She's a young Dolezal. Fucking <laughs> She's a young Dol little Dolezal. Young Dolezal. She should be a little Dolezal. Little Dolezal. Uh, yeah, so, little Ray Ray. It's like, ah, she's kind of not. I think it all is. It's so emotional. It's not a logical. It's not a logical argument. It's yeah. a completely emotional argument based on just whatever. 
the way American culture makes black women feel. Thank you, Neil. Yes. So yes. But I if get you want to get into it, there's also that thing of like, yeah, it's it's black white people get to pick up and put down black culture as they like. Right. It's you know, it's like she she will it's you know, they don't want a Miley Cyrus situation where And she has there's a video of her speaking without any accents. With a King's English. Uh, <laughs> uh, catch me Mother, out out of doors. Uh, um uh, out of doors. Uh, yeah, that's uh So there is, and it's one where she's like, Mom, no, what do you talk like and yeah. it's I what yeah, that's the problem is we get to put it up, keep it up. That was what, again, if I can defend Rachel Dolezal quickly. Come on now. She was about it. She about was it, fucking up. She had a black hair care store. She was about it. She oh, never she dropped money off it. it. No, no, but yeah, she never dropped the facade. Yeah, she never, she wanted never to be picked found it up out. and put it down. She had black sons. She dated black guys. She was... <laughs> Head of the NAACP. In Seattle. Which In Seattle, which is like, again. <laughs> um, uh, so she was she was about that life. So, uh, but if Bad Baby didn't make a good point there. She did, because let's be real. When it's, you know. Yeah. You're putting European hair on right. your head. Yes, but to the point, my point is, it's not a, as much as it's a, 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 a um white people it's these are human instincts these are not white instincts and the proof was lebron trying to uh get taco tuesday it's like greedy it's because gimme 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 yeah because i want a copyright and well i'm doing it so that's not a white he wasn't like as a white person he's just going (laughs) as a person i want that because i'm 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 blowing that up and i should get the copyright and get all the even though he didn't coin the term Taco Tuesday, whatever it was, it was problematic. Um, <laughs> which brings us to our next point: swoosh it, um, Lizzo at the Laker. Lizzo, Lizzo at, the at the Laker game. Lizzo at the Laker. Lizzo at the Laker game. <laughs> uh, Lizzo, look, <sighs> that just wasn't a cute outfit. That's all. My, I'm someone sorry. said she was dressed like a a a, uh, a wrestler name. <laughs> Sakashi or something. It was fucking really funny. Oh my um, god! But too cool. No, it was. It was no. He. She, oh, what was like, his name? What was that wrestler's name? Fuck, it was yeah. a sumo one. Yeah, he was like a little. You know him? Yeah, I used to watch wrestling. That's funny. Uh, Rika, Rikishi. Rikishi. Same outfit. <laughs> yes. People were very quick on it. It was fucking really funny. Um. Yeah. The the problem is um, you can't say she has a cute face. You have to say she's beautiful. Oh, she's beautiful. Do you? you can't. You're. We can't have any norms, or we can't express personal taste as absolutes, and we can't acknowledge a cloudy day is as beautiful as a sunny day. No, I know, but we have to. We can't say that <laughs> no. a sunny day is more beautiful than a cloudy day because we can't have a. We can't have shared aesthetic tastes. We have everyone because when you have a specific aesthetic taste, it excludes people and that hurts their feelings. So you can't, you can't. Yeah. It's like, you can't say anything bad about Beyonce. I like Beyonce. So that's easy for me, but I do feel bad when that beehive gets on their Instagram pages. And what? They just repost a emoticon of a bee. 
Right. And say 5,000 times. Like on all of your social media. If you say something negative? Yeah. Great. Drive traffic up. <laughs> I love it. I know. It's like. Again, it's a bunch your of. Your page you has know been visited 10,000 like times. The, to stand for someone is the saddest, yeah, corniest shit in the world. It's so fucking like, hey, I just want to just fucking be normal. Like them a little bit. Be normal. <laughs> Lizzo, what do you like about her? What do you like about her? She's big and she's confident. Okay. Everybody now needs to like, you got to sh- give her shine. Yeah. Yes, Lizzo queen. She's my what? spirit animal. That's what women, white women love saying. Or maybe for... Bigger girls, she is. I get that. Yeah, she's a plus. She she's a plus size model singer. Yeah. Also, but we're getting distracted. That what the fuck was she doing? Well, it's also yes. It's it makes this. It everyone brings their cultural, um, their cultural taste. It's like they're. It's offering. like when people started wearing pajamas to uh, to the airport. Right, that was great. So this is the same as that, where people go like, "Well, this would work at a at a at a gay nightclub, right. so it's going to work at the Lakers game." It's <laughs> like, ah, and someone's like, "I." Someone wrote, "I think it's fine that uh, you can wear that to a family friendly thing." Ah, no, that was a joke, right? No, it wasn't a joke. Someone oh. wrote that. Um, I mean, I don't know. It didn't seem like a joke. Um, so I don't. It's like, I don't know, man. There's such things as appropriate dress that we all kind of agree. But then that would be like, no, you're outfit shaming. Yes, we have to have some norms, gang. 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 We got to have norms. gang. I don't especially want to see your ass. I don't want to see anyone's ass. Like, I thought when Prince, not at a fucking Laker game. Like, when Prince had his ass out, I was like, motherfucker, put your ass away. (laughs) Like, I don't want to see anyone's ass. Like, a, a girl's ass in in a circumstance, yeah. sure. At a Lizzo show, show all the ass you want. But it's like the Lakers don't wear their Laker uniforms to fucking Lizzo shows. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, also, it's silly. And it really, just beyond anything, it just looks like you really need attention. You're already famous. Yes. You're already... Everyone knows who you are. You have yep. hit songs. Everyone knows who you are. Yes. And you're already at like courtside at the Laker game. Yeah. The Laker show. So Laker game was right. A game show? That's the name of no the game. People say this show. People say Lake Show because it's corny. Okay, good. Because it's corny. Thank you, thank you. Uh it's like what how much more attention do you need? Uh, she it's needed just, aren't also you her, watching she a needed to remind you the big butts are beautiful and i was like i don't agree i happen to not agree with you i don't like a big butt <laughs> okay so sorry that big a butt no that's neither here nor there because it's just even if you liked a big butt bitch we're trying to watch a basketball game and yeah, the laker now. and a laker game is dark everywhere but the court it's not right. like a normal one yes and you go what about laker outfits they're they hint they don't show butt cheek no. There's just an agreement of like, come on with the butt cheek. And then people were pointing out the someone wrote that it was unhygienic. Oh Lord. And then <laughs> and then they said something about they were worried about they kind of said something about I hope she had her, her vagina covered. As if they well, were I, worried about her vagina getting infected by the seat and not the seat getting infected by her vagina. It's like it's not a fucking operating room lady. Unless you bring the fucking slope. The the paper, 
the Lizzo, the Lizzo stadium seat. Now you have to have the, the, they have the, the t- it's like Reusable. the toilet paper thing. Yeah. Um, there's Dude, a meme for Rikishi, your ass. I just, if you, I'm going to find, he just puts his famous move was just throwing his big Samoan ass in people's That's faces. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, they'd be like, and then they'd pass out. Because yeah. his butt would be. There was also a really funny so meme. Funny. She said that she liked this player named Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. So they supered, they superimposed uh, her head on. They basically did a Norbit joke, which was like, "You got a girlfriend? You do now." Uh, with <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns and her, it was fucking really funny. Uh, so a lot of good memes came from it. So it's not a total loss. Were you watching that game? Was I was basketball? not. No, I was okay. not. I. I, I You know, I didn't read the full article, but you know who's got a good sense of fame and what people think Hmm. uh, because she hasn't been famous that long? Cardi B. I read a quote from her where she goes, people are tired of seeing me win, which is like, yeah. Yeah. People get tired. Like, she remembers before you're famous, you kind of, after a certain point, there's like, all right, motherfucker. Right. We're fatigued. Enough with the winning. In the fucking give it a second. It's like Rock always says, like, go away. Make people miss you. So Lizzo, it just becomes this yeah, it's like, thing where it's like, okay. And not everybody knows how to deal with fame. I think more people are prepared for the strong, the, the journey too in that hustle. And then once they have fame, they're like, uh, what do I do? Fame fucking eats people up. I mean, it's not good. No. It's not good for you. It's not. It's one. It's maybe the wor- one of the worst things that can happen. I remember there was a Cardi B. She was walking somewhere and she looked toe the fuck up. Everything, nothing. The yeah. bonnet. She yep. was walking. <laughs> it was a like a Univision lady was like speaking to her in Spanish, being like Cardi, da, da, da. and she's like, look, like look at you. You you you're you have makeup on. Like you look nice. Like look look how I look. Like I don't want to do an interview with you right now. Like come yeah. on. Like yeah. I, I I don't look good right now. Like just. Just, I don't want yeah, to do Yeah, but they, but they she was want. Like, no, I'm like. Right. They, but the Univision I lady knows it. that if she does the interview, right. it'll like, get clicked. Yeah, uh, you look toe up. This is why yeah, I'm doing like, the interview. Yeah, like toe here. up. Look at Cardi B is toe <laughs> up. Muy malo. Yeah, at the stow. <laughs> um, uh, oh, next oh, next thing. I can't. I cannot wait to talk about this. We got wait. many emails about it. So many. Uh, Peloton. The good, the Peloton ad of 2019. All right. Here's explain, what I'll say. No, explain okay, it so there's to the a Peloton ad where basically a guy gets a Peloton bike for his wife, right? For and his then very it shows her, um, vi- whatever, just using it. So, so people are mad that this the guy got his his wife an exercise bike, and um. And then she used it for a year, and and it, she liked it. That's what I'm. That's what I took from the commercial. Now the problem is the woman's eyebrows. <laughs> no, what? I'm telling you, if they cast a different woman, people want to know my insight as a commercial. Okay, it's good, good. Come on, let's here's go. my insight. You cast the wrong lady. Mm-hmm. Look at she looks worried. She looks frightened. She looks like a hostage. She looks like that's just her natural face. Violence against women. Yes, she looks like I'm saying violence against all everybody. Uh, she looks. She could be the poster she looks of violence against like women. a hostage. Please, if you're seeing this, um, like so, she looks nervous as a person. If she looks normal, then you just go. First of all, they probably also cut because it's a 30 second spot. 
uh, where she goes, I'd like to get into some kind of exercise right. and then cut to a Peloton. Great. Um, and it's uh, a stupid commercial. I, I, when I go out for commercials and they, they tell you all these dumb scenarios. Now pretend like you're, yeah, I could, I bet this was a nightmare to audition for. Cause I'm sure I always say, Hey, you guys might get in trouble for this. Every time, <laughs> every time I go, eh, you wanna, ah, take it easy. <laughs> take it. Ah, I don't know, guys. Here is a, here is a bad fate. You have to play. What's the worst way the internet can interpret this? Oh yeah. And the, they, the I don't think this happens if they cast a different girl. Yeah. Cause she looks like, she uh, looks like, she oh. looks like he's gonna beat her fucking ass. It looks like the Blair Peloton project, the Blair Witch <laughs> project. Uh, and she's scared because she can't. Oh. The weirdest part is at some point, her and her husband are watching videos her of her videos yes. on the TV together. Yes. Why? And why um, does he, is he overseas? They could have made this more like he's overseas, he sent her the bike. And that's why she has to do so much video. You shit. know what's sad is if you look out the window, they did all the seasons changing in the background, oh, which did. is such a fucking pain back in the to ass. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that is such. Look a- at the summer; these oh, yeah. are all uh, uh, gels, but like back fake backdrops. But right. like, ugh, they but- had to switch it and bring in the other backdrop. Beep. Beep, beep. It took forty five minutes. As a director, you're like, Ooh. and you fucking had to wait. Uh, bring in the the autumn leaves. Okay. Boop. Beep. What do you think? I boop. think a five day shoot. No, they could. Three? It's not expensive. It's one location. No, but the all the all the no they had to them. no they bring in gels they bring in a fake background. Oh, the background. Yeah. Um, they don't so, like set it up. No. Set it up. Uh, so so Peloton, you cast the wrong lady, and then people fake outrage that like, how dare this man want his mate to be in shape? Okay, but in everybody's. Everybody who's obsessed defense, she's in really good shape at the beginning of the. Here's what I'll say. Okay. I promise you, he didn't get it for. No guy would get their fucking girl at exercise equipment unless she asked. Right. The guy would have to be brain dead. <laughs> to to he'd have to have traumatic right. brain injury to think that that's <laughs> they, anything. They write that into the story. Yeah, like to think <laughs> that that's a good idea. She, there's no way she didn't ask for it. Right. Also, it's twenty two hundred bucks. Show a little goddamn gratitude, honey. <laughs> Neil, that's not nothing. And uh, uh, I, I'm gonna go on the record as saying I would like my mate to exercise. And as I would, and if she said that about me, I wouldn't be like, "You sexist, you're a body." Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. No, there are truisms that in shape people. We'll live longer. They will look better longer. I want you to fucking take care of it. Yeah. You need help? I'm gonna front you twenty two hundred bucks, and uh, <laughs> and, and I'm I'm a, I'm gonna get you a Peloton. So I no, I, I defend it's... the man, and I think it's another fake outrage from the internet. It's it's it, this one was silly. Yeah, they're all pretty silly. This one's extra silly because I thought I read the outrage before I saw the the yeah. um, and I was like. Oh, oh fuck! fuck. Yeah. What do they do? I thought Ooh. it was going to be bad, like like uh, the room bad, something yeah. weird. And I, I saw him just okay. It's not a great commercial. Sorry, no, it's whoever shitty. made it. 
It was a shitty commercial. What's funny is they they lost like a billion dollars <laughs> in market share or something like God damn. And it makes brands because I'm doing a couple commercials right now and they're like <laughs> Oh my God. Talk about playing Jenga. Not tough to needle though. <laughs> tough to no, needle.com. You're you're that can I mean they lost a billion dollars in market share. Yeah. Uh and their market, stock price or something. Stock price. In a day. But uh, again, it's it'll come back up. But but yeah, that's the that's, that's why they, when people are like, commercials suck. Yeah, because when they try to do something, you motherfuckers overreact. Who, you can't, you ha- you can't have nice commercials. This is why you can't have nice commercials. Because you motherfuckers cannot handle your shit. Uh, you're looking for bad faith interpretations. <laughs> so if that's how you're going to be. Then I just, I would not make a commercial. Like, I would not make a narrative commercial ever again. You just, just, just these show Christmas people. commercials are always based so on these so arc these these uh these archaic. really archaic male female relationships of like get a thing for your queen get her what she wants and then the tie go outside and tie a bow around a car. Oh my god! Because people are fucking dumb, and she wouldn't know it's a gift. Have you ever seen? Unless you tied a red bow around it. Have you ever seen a big ass red bow? I've never seen one of those in in yeah. the streets, in the in nature. No, never seen one. Um, I don't think people do shit like that. Of course they don't. They don't. Yeah, that's also that's, who's just getting a car for Christmas. I mean, rich people, but but also no one. Uh, must be nice. The odds of knowing the kind of car they want and the right. color and the fucking like, interior and the it's it's like you want a car? This is how it goes. Right. I want to get you a car. Let's get you a car. Okay. And then they get you a car. It's not like uh, close your eyes. <laughs> close your eyes, my queen. <laughs> oh, princess, you what you've done. They're, they're so, so bad. Gross. Why are Christmas commercials so bad? It, could, they go nuts. Because I was I it's was supposed to do creepy. one for a car company and it was like they had a car coming out of a hot rod coming out of a gift bag and was like what it's just so (laughs) crazy they're so crazy you think you're crazy where you're like am i completely out of touch with the world or is this nonsense no they're like music videos like take any of those outfits or any of that and put on this what do you do what do you do why is it raining why is it go inside (laughs) don't dance in the rain go inside immediately you're gonna get sick Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, this brings me to my next point, which is, uh, I don't know what made me think of this. <laughs> Unhappy, Unhappy with, with body. body is the name of this segment. Okay. Uh, that there are, that p- most people must die being unhappy with parts of their body. Meaning like my ribs are like stick out. I, I'm going to die going like these fucking ribs <laughs> and that there's no reconciling there's just certain things it's just like it's you'd come to like a truce but you have the bit about that which i yeah, always love yeah the women hate parts of their body that the way old people hate 
uh, other races. Yes. It's so true. Yes. Like, ugh, you well, betrayed me. There, I feel like when you're when women go through puberty, guys, more fur, or there wasn't fur before, women brain cells scramble. Our brain cells scramble. We think we're fat. And like, like our, our hormones go through so much. I don't know about more, but I feel like teenage girls, it's rough mentally a lot more than physically. So I, in that period of time, there's women who have get, uh, you know, insecurities about their bodies just based on the wirings being crossed mm-hmm. and whatever, and they keep them till they die. Like, I know women yeah. who, they don't take off their bra. They won't wear this kind of this. Lights have to be black. They will not have sex in the light. They, yeah. I mean, these stipulations, and they all come from I know women who wear two- thongs to Laker games. <laughs> I knew about a bitch. You hear about this? It's the vagina. I knew it. I hope her vagina is okay. Her vagina. Her vagina. Uh, <laughs> yeah, women. I, but that must be. There was. I was. Somebody was saying something about women not even thinking they're hot. Like hot women sometimes don't even realize that they're hot. They're no, like, most yeah, girls I'm, don't think they're good looking. I'm so gross. Most that, girls think they're not good looking. Yeah. Uh, not Lizzo though. <laughs> um, she's sure of it uh yeah i don't know i, I but as guys it's like i had a girl a girlfriend an ex who like she was like oh my feet are so flat i'm like no they're not you have an arched foot no they're like because someone said she had like her some guy she was friends with said her feet look like cross-country skis and then that just got in her head one comment will stick with a woman forever yeah i have my insecurities but I mean, you just, you either feed them or you accept them. And the nice part is men rarely give a fuck. Yeah. They just don't feed into it. And that's the lovely yin and yang of men and women. Guys don't give a fuck. Yes. Any insecurity I've ever had about my body, no guy has ever reinforced it ever. Yeah. As long as the insecurity isn't, isn't, I have a dick, (laughs) we're fine. If you have a dick... Some guys can negotiate that, but it just don't just don't be look like a guy. That's the only my only requisite is hey, don't look like a guy. Oh well, um, if she, even don't. if she's a natural woman, meaning I'm saying like I don't I don't even care about like girls with, that don't have big boobs. Like I don't right. That, none that's of what I mean. What do you mean look like a guy? Just don't have a penis. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I just don't. It's not. That's my only. I mean, obviously, I like I like what I like, but. I like what I like, and I like it a lot. Um, but I don't need fucking. It's all the. It's it's nonsense. Do uh, you like bodies, or do you like them thin? No, I like bodies. I you know I I again I prefer you look like a woman than a man. Now <laughs> that's with check with with the stipulations are. Am I mad if a girl doesn't have like a wide hip to waist ratio? No, I don't fucking care. I don't. It's. I've never been like, <laughs> as I'm having sweet love with them. Um, wow. Yeah, it doesn't. It never doesn't bother me. Do your do your insecurities about your body? Are you over it? Do you think about it? How much time and effort? Do you I realize that women kind of don't care that much. Like from my body being 
fine to my body being what I would call now upper fine or lower good. Ooh. Um, mm. uh, sorry. I'm sorry. sorry, sorry. God, we're going to have to get, be rated, rated M for mature now. Um, uh, it, I, women just are like, oh, you have a good body. They'll be like surprised or they don't care. They just, women aren't there for, they're more worried. Everybody's more worried about their, it's like, they're more afraid of you than you are of them. That kind of thing. Like when you meet an animal, it's or, like, or when people think everyone's talking about them yes. and it's like, no one gives no a one fuck. Gives a fuck about you, you suffer from paranoid personality disorder or yeah. But Stop. we all think that we, you know, it's my Instagram joke. No one's thinking about you at night. No one's going to bed at night going they're only thinking about themselves they don't they're not thinking about you at all at all it's and it's like i have a gun <laughs> i'm in control everyone's thinking about no no one's thinking about you you're basically you're almost invisible the oh wait what fuck damn it you had it it's right here uh yeah so uh come to some kind of truce with whatever your body issues are there's nothing i can do about my ribs yeah, there's absolutely nothing. Nothing I can do about them. They have bul- I have bulbous ribs. Whoops. <laughs> no, 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 what to do about it. Whoops. Nothing I can do about it. Bulbous, bulbous rib yes. having ass. Bulbous rib, bib, bulbous rib, rib. ass. Um, rib. It's like Mulaney's joke about like, he got womanly hips. Um, <laughs> like teenage, te- groups of teenagers can have like the best insults at you. And you're like, right. oh. <laughs> um, he got jaunty feet. Um, all right, let's go to some emails, Will. You've got mail. Yes. I'll read this one. Read it. Great rising, Neil and Bianca. Yeah, this guy speaks medieval for some reason. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Big, big fan of the cast. Thank you both very much for all the time and energy you put into providing it for the listeners. Okay. Question. My ex-life partner and I were together for seven epic years and have now been apart for one year. We created an amazing union and will always hold each other in very high regard. There were no hard feelings when we separated and our relationship was a tremendous and positive learning experience for both of us. I have a strict no contact policy with exes, her included. I keep one framed photo of us on a bookshelf in my in a, on a bookshelf in my main room as a reminder of the beautiful years we shared. Some of the very best in my life. Everything I learned from her and that different types of love are possible. Is keeping that photo on display disrespectful to future women that I date? Come over to my place or enter into relationships with your thoughts wildly. Why he it sounds wildly. This is the kind of guy who wears rings. <laughs> um uh, oh, a lot of bare feet with this guy. Like, yeah, yeah I, I can noodle a little on acoustic right. guitar. <laughs> um, I'm completely projecting that based on rising and wildly. Uh, I don't think it's disrespectful. Now, my guess is... Weird. I, I, is it? I, it, this is part of the Neil Brennan Sorry. lifestyle, which is... <laughs> no, we, you can have a fruitful romantic relationship that does not last forever... And I don't think that you should throw it away. And I also don't think that you should make like it didn't happen. I think a mature woman, the kind that you would like, uh, would be okay with that. It's actually a good Rorschach test for what what she thinks of stuff like that. If you have 
a photo up of your ex and if she goes who's that and you go it's my ex uh but i had a great time with her and and i and i think it's worth remembering when you have a great time with somebody so i definitely agree it's a good rorschach test the problem is you don't know what you're getting into you know when you start dating someone you don't know what they tell you at the beginning if that's the reality or not you have to really suss it out and this will just prolong the he's great but he has this one photo i can't tell if maybe he's still into her maybe like i don't know i feel like I it would think keep... if you if he exp- i think you ask and he tells you and you either take him at his word or you don't yeah he doesn't want to get back together with the woman for sure that's the they he attached a picture we won't show it but but uh <laughs> touched the picture he attached a picture to the email that's funny um but yeah it's not that we like you know that's that's how it should be instead yeah. of this like we were fucking everything and then fuck you and you tricked me and it's like i didn't i barely the only reason i tricked you is because i felt like i had to trick you you know what if let's say he had your house and it was you know on the second floor i wouldn't give a fuck but if it was he says it's in his main room but it's not a big photo okay so (laughs) there he is that's him i don't know maybe i'm too insecure for this kind of maturity like that's somebody i care about we dated yeah i I fucked her (sighs) yeah i fucked her Stop saying in it this like house. That. Stop saying on my it like tufted that. needle. <laughs> I tufted and needled her. <laughs> no, don't dirty the name. <laughs> Tuftedneedle.com. Um, yeah, I guess I would. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting. It's worthwhile. It's like Chris's joke about um, you can't hang a picture of your mom in your house. Why not? If you're if you with your wife. Why the fuck not? It's your family. That women will not have it. Dude, run. That's control. No kidding, run. No <laughs> kidding. But your mom? Yes. You th- you're acting like women are cool mom. with their mother-in-law. I it's love a known people's they're mothers. natural enemies. I love people's mothers. Natural enemies. Most women and most mother-in-laws are natural enemies. Okay. That's a truism. That was one of the best jokes from Chris is from Tambourine. <laughs> Honestly. Like it's just fucking killed. Yeah. Try hanging a picture of your mother. Goodbye. Another one. You've got mail. Next not email. That not that one. <laughs> go, go, go. Uh, love the show. How can you not? Hey, Neil, this may be a dumb question, but I looked at your new shirt and the first thought that popped into my head was, you have four pockets literally six inches lower on your body. What's the big upside to two extra shirt pockets? Just curious why you love the extra shirt pockets so much. What makes it a game changer? Because if you wear a uh, sweater... S- if you wear a skinny jean, having a oh. dorky wallet sticking out or a phone. I don't like sticking my phone in my pants pockets because I don't want to sit on it. And I also don't want to get ball cancer. The great thing about the Neil Brennan shirt, we have a the protective layer between your skin and the phone so that the rays don't get in. Really? A little something, yeah. A little something no. extra for y'all. Yeah. yeah Did yeah. you make oh, that up? Oh, yeah. No, Wendy put it in. Wow, Built that's by really Wendy. cool. Yeah. Um, look, we thought of everything for this thing. Also, uh, you wear a sweater with pockets. Yeah. And you still have yes. pockets and, below. And, and a jacket. It's This is the be- – if you live in a warm climate, it's the best going out shirt you will ever have. And even if you don't live in a warm climate, if you take your coat off. But I'm saying like for summer in New York or anywhere where you don't wear a jacket and you don't want to wear a T-shirt, it's fucking amazing. 
It's the best. Again, guys, what do I know? I'm just a BET Comedy Award winner. Goodbye. And a and and wow. uh, and a, Damn. A, a, a fucking uh, uh. something tufted needle celebrity <laughs> spokesman. You've got hey, mail. Neil, you were too easy on Billie Eilish for not having heard of Van Halen. Youth is no excuse for showing a lack of curiosity about the history of your chosen art form. What would you think about a young comic who'd never heard of George Carlin? Uh, I wouldn't. A comparing Van Halen to George Carlin is uh is blasphemy of the highest order um Dude. van halen is not the george carlin of music george carlin is one of the uh the bedrock men mount rushmore of of comedy um van halen would be the richard jenny of stand-up yeah. or the again i comedians know who he is but oh uh he would be the uh van halen would be the gallagher of, com- of no of music. take that bag i have gallagher hugely popular i know had a but... great run uh he had multiple gallagher's the way van halen <laughs> had he they're the carrot how about they're the carrot top of commercially high quality commercially quality critically not <laughs> regarded uh i think carrot top's fucking hilarious i think but, carrot top's so funny. but um but yeah they're not george carlin george carlin is the uh jimmy hendrix of mm. comedy or the mozart of comedy or the or the uh fucking led zeppelin or uh, like right, right, right. a titan Van Halen is it is that like hair glam band rock. rock yeah it's glam rock I think David Lee Roth's I think they're great but right. I don't but they're not George Carlin of music and the other thing somebody pointed out in another letter which I didn't include but the thing with the way music is consumed now you kind of once you're in a cul-de-sac you're not gonna if you don't have an older brother or sister you don't and her, she does have an older brother who's not that old uh they're both under 30 so how if you if on spotify how the fuck do you hear van halen right if you're on spotify and you type in whatever you the the types of music you like if you don't like white snake or you don't like who even connects to Van Halen? Poison, um, uh, Metallica, maybe, maybe Guns and Roses, maybe. But they're the but those Def Guns and Roses and Def like, yeah Def Leppard would probably most connect to Van Halen, which brings me to my next question: Who the fuck is Def Leppard? <laughs> if I'm thirty, how would I was born in? What are you talking about? I don't know. Tons of music before my time. And the only reason I do is because I'm the youngest of 10. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Mop the Hoople. Yes, I know about Mop the Hoople because classic rock was a huge thing. Yeah. Um, So I only know about classic rock because my stepdad is really into it and would constantly play it. So I just heard it growing up. Yeah. Then you're into it. Yeah. That's how it works. It's all all pretty good. It's not good. And it, it is like... It's pretty simple. It's it's kind of apolitical. Right. It's 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 against the Vietnam War. That's about it. But it's for everything else. Right. It's for but otherwise it's like blue collar and working class and all that stuff. Uh so to, I don't care about Billie Eilish. Uh she did good on Silent Live and her brother uh recognized me. 
Hey. So uh, that's all we needed to hear. Goodbye. This is a good one. You've got mail. I just finished the uh, Surviving R. Kelly documentary series. It's horrifying. I can't believe how long he got away with his crimes. I remember the sketch and Chappelle show about the video. I was in high school when that was being released, so I definitely didn't understand the full context of the R. Kelly story. Do you look back on the sketch and hope you guys wrote it differently? Do you think it trivialized what was going on? I have no idea how much was known at the time of what was really going on. Also, I know comedy isn't meant to be hard-hitting journalism. Just wanted to hear your thoughts. Uh, I talked about this on The Breakfast Club last year. Um, but again, making a documentary about it, so let's talk about it again. Uh what we knew was there were rumors about R. Kelly liking underage girls. Now, to the classic rock argument, there are so many songs about underage girls in classic rock. Right. It's crazy. What's that one? She's, she's only se- just 16 years There's a 16 old. one. There's a, She's only 17. Right. There's so many of them, probably for every age. Right. Um. So... It wasn't taken seriously. Uh, but everyone saw that video. Every, that I saw the, the video. Dave saw the video. It was sold on the streets. The video honestly seemed weird and silly, if I'm honest. If my feeling was this guy's gross and... It, could you tell that was an under... Yeah, it was gross. It was fucking gross. You could tell she was underage? Yes. Um, so you I mean, I don't know. No, you couldn't tell she was underage. I mean, you you... I she looked young, but sometimes girls look young. Like I, yeah. Um, I it didn't surprise me she was underage. Uh, so, right with the rumors mixed with yeah, and he married Aaliyah when she was. I it was one of these things where I was like, I guess that's a thing in black. And I didn't. I kind of felt like it was a little bit none of my business. And the way the sketch came about was, uh, Brian Tucker. Um, who was a guy who would submit ideas for sketches and now he's one of the head writers of Saturday Night Live and he wrote like What About That and he wrote the Black Jeopardy and he writes a lot of really good sketches. Um, white dude. Uh, submitted an idea for a sketch of... Um, he also pitched the racial draft for Chappelle Show. Great. He's fucking good. Man, he's um, funny. Yeah, he's great. Is he he's, like also a fun person to be around? He's He looks like Lindsey Graham. Oh no! You can't. They use him as a cutaway on Weekend Update as a creepy white guy. Oh my god! He was in the I Know Black People sketch on Chappelle Show. What's his name? Brian Tucker. B R Y A N. I can't believe we're doing this. B R Y A N Tucker T. Images. Images me. Oh my god! Shut up! Yeah. Like Lindsey Graham. He looks like Lindsey Graham. Um. Yeah. He seems uh, like he'd be really fun. He's like not funny. he's actually really mean. Mean? Yeah, he would get he gets drunk and is really mean. He's yeah, he's fucking he's just a good joker. He's fucking really good and, and like, you've known him for a long time? Yes. Um there he and I went to a to a uh Nick game and sat on the floor and there was a picture of us with Jada Kiss and <laughs> Che Michael Che said it was a. Uh, Heroes of Black Com, Heroes of Black or something. <laughs> um, he is one of the best black sketch writers. Ever. I mean, honestly, I want to like, meet him. He so, uh, can we have him on the show? Yeah, you want to meet him? Yeah, whatever. Um, and he he actually talks like this. He talks like a baby. No, he doesn't. He really does. Very funny. Um, he is amazing. Uh, so 
Tucker submitted a sketch idea for a gay R&B singer, right? <laughs> okay. R&B video, but it's all gay. Okay. And I was Already like, laughing. you know, we were, me and they were like, I understand what he's getting at here. So why don't we just do a sketch about a guy who pees on people, right? Right. Uh, based on, uh, he was he was implying the R. Kelly thing. We're like, we should just do a thing about peeing on people, right? So we write the song. Uh, my recollection of writing the song is we're writing verses like the uh, the beginning, like cooling in my Escalade, like can't lie, I was high on trips, cooling in my Escalade. Uh, damn, I'm paid, I got it made. Uh, take me to that special place. Uh, uh, let me see your eyes, show me your face. And then I thought we were gonna write more, and Dave just wrote, I'm gonna piss on. <laughs> Like, I thought we were like, we'll write a few. Right. And it was just like, oh, wow, we're pissing quickly, uh, but, which is just like a great. Um, so R. Kelly then saw the sketch and wanted to fight Dave. No. Yes. So no. A, Dave did a show or there was a common show at the, the House of Blues in Chicago and R. Kelly's goons came and there was a goon summit. No. Uh, goons on goons. So and it was like, you better watch who you fucking with, who you make fun of and all this stuff. So we we were scorning the motherfucker. It was right. were we making we're making fun of peeing on people is funny, right? We can all agree that peeing on somebody is funny. Like just a drunk guy peeing in the corner is funny. Peeing's funny. Male peeing, it's a hose. Right. It's, it's a hose funny. that you spray people, and there's it's the and it's urine and it stinks and it's disrespectful and it's funny, right? So. We were, that's the funny part. The, uh, also, you guys were the only one actually making fun him of it. Yes, yeah, we were shitting. We were, he didn't like it. It wasn't like we were, uh, exalting the man. He right. didn't like it. He knew we were, we were mocking him for doing that. We didn't really cover the underage part. Like, cause yeah. we don't, we don't fucking know how old they are. Like, no fucking idea how old they are. So, was he peeing on the girl in the video? Yes. Uh no. Well, I'm remembering the 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 Chuck Berry video, which is a different one. Yeah. Chuck Berry peed on uh, adult women uh, and would fart, and it was disgusting. Ew! It's what? the worst. Watch it. It's the worst video. <laughs> it's so awful. Um. So uh, and he's old. He's like in his sixties. He doesn't look good. <laughs> Well, I don't know why you're not Googling that. Hello, Chuck Berry. Uh, Chuck Berry pissed, pissed on the tape, yeah. Uh, yeah, they don't have any. Did it come out after he passed, at least? No, he was still alive. No, honey. <laughs> uh, they don't have any of the, but he looked crazy. I can find it. Yeah, you can find it. on your. On, everybody take some time out. And go Pause. Find it. So uh, I don't wish we'd written the sketch differently. It was so funny. It's fucking hilarious. And it's great. Um, Iconic. Everyone's the underage shit. part, we didn't cover. So you just covered someone who pissed off. The other thing about showbiz back then, this is basically before the internet, right? Right. So you would hear rumors about every. I heard DiCaprio was gay when, when, when Titanic came out, there was a DiCaprio's gay. Hard DiCaprio's gay rumor for a year and a half. Mm. He's not, but you heard. So you would hear right. these things. What are so some other so rumors? So and so had a gerbil up. Richard yeah. Gere had a gerbil, gerbil up his ass. ass. Like 
There were just these Little Bow Wow got like raped by his limo driver. Something. Just all these yeah, weird... like there were there were just all these things you'd hear and R. Kelly likes underage girls was it was you they also said he was illiterate. I don't know if that's true. There were just these rumors you'd hear. Remember that one Tommy Hilfiger's racist and it was actually just a vicious rumor? Oh, was it really? Yeah. He I was... thought it was okay. I thought that one I still buy. I thought it I was like, well, but he had know. a lot of black people in his clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm. For a racist guy, he was. Yeah, no, I know, but I think it was after that he was like, "We need to fucking." Is there a way we can sell the fear of black people? <laughs> uh, guys, don't. He brought in a ventriloquist dummy. What's that dummy? <laughs> so don't sell the black people, dummy. No. <laughs> um, the uh, so so I don't. Uh, yeah, it's, now that I see the stories, it's fucking horrifying but we weren't exalting the guy the thing i brought up on on um the breakfast club was there was a movie called the great dictator that chaplin made about hitler mm. where he it was mocking hitler we're mocking r kelly um is peeing on people funny yes it is sorry it's, it's just a truism um and uh so making a elaborate song and music video about it is even funnier so I see that as the the underage part is fucking horrifying, but no, it's disgusting. But um, but that was rumor. That was like, ah, what if they lied to him? You know what I mean? Like, what if they said I'm eight nineteen? That was another thing. What happened is girls would lie. It's like I so check ID. I don't fucking know. And yeah, there so was a thing of a like, sketch. It's not yeah, it's like fucking. there. Yeah, I didn't know that we were in charge of. I didn't know we were supposed to get a, a posse and go round up the son of a bitch Kelly. Um, <laughs> Kelly, you in there? Knock on the door. You some of me, a bitch. Dave, Cedric the Entertainer, Rock, <laughs> all right, huh. um, and uh, and 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 Bernie Mac. Everybody, we're gonna we're going to round up Kelly. <laughs> um, so on horseback. Um, so that's how I feel about that. Goodbye. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Pinky. My boyfriend's a huge fan of yours and puts your podcast down in the car on the long road trips. I'm not a regular listener, but I do appreciate your honesty. So hoping you can offer some insight here. First of all, go fuck yourself for not being a regular listener. <laughs> One of my good friends is 26 and is a total virgin to the point that she has never even kissed a guy. She's Ew. funny, artsy, and according to my boyfriend, decent looking and is interested in guys, but is too shy and insecure to ever make a move. I'll help her set up dating app profiles, but she deletes them within a day saying it's not how she wants to meet someone. Note that this girl dresses like a grandmother, never wears makeup, and has told me on numerous occasions that her dream meet cute is to be taking care of an elderly woman in England and then fall in love with her grandson. She's completely delusional, and I've told her she just needs to get the first kiss out of the way. She says she's waited this long, so she wants to wait for someone special. But it's just a kiss. Come on now. Anyway, do you have any advice as to how I can help my friend get kissed? I worry that she's missing out on a ton of life because of her lack of confidence and insecurities. How Neil feel and what Pinky thinking? You know what this ha this is like when you're looking for the right pornography and then you just can't find it? Never happened, but I hear you. <laughs> You're just like looking, no, I don't like that one. No, I don't like da-da-da. And then it's just like, uh, I'll just do it to this one. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. She yeah, she's going to, she's looking for perfect. 
and it's going to end up with nothing. Also, also gross. Also, get fucked. There's no such thing as meat cutes in the world. I've never even heard of that. A meat cute is in romantic comedies where like one guy's buying the uh, pajama bottoms and the ladies buying oh, the pajama they... tops, and then they, yeah, that's like a trope in meat in romantic comedies. Again, <laughs> women. PSA: Romantic comedies are not real. They're they're fake. That's why they charge you money to watch them. You don't have to tell that to all women, okay? I have to tell to over 70%, which in comedy <laughs> is all women. Um, the, what? Oh, so that's A. B. B, are you a nurse? Because how are you going to be nursing an older woman in England? <laughs> that's A. The, you're going to have to get a nursing license. <laughs> in in America, then, get, it, then get certified in England. <laughs> And with Brexit, you might not be able to stay. So that's raising another issue. Also, your virginity has a fucking expiry date. It does? I mean, it's not as sexy. A 30-year-old It's not virgin? sexy after 18. It, I mean, it's like, I'm a virgin. It's not like, hard. if a girl's 20 and she's not a virgin, I'm like, I either think this... Wait, and she is or not? She is a virgin at 20... I either think like she's crazy or, but in reality, I'm like, <laughs> she's smart. Right. But in, and like, uh, part of me is like, she's smart. And the other part's like, this bitch crazy. Right. And then I was like, or is she smart? Um, so I, it's not that big a deal. The other thing with sex is you do it and you're like, ugh, why is that? You got to start now, girl, to realize that, especially as a woman, it's really your journey to make it feel good. I thought, Oh, sex is going to feel really good when I have it. Day one. And then I used a tampon. I'm like, that didn't feel like anything. But granted, I'm not doing anything. Out, no, no, out, shut up. No, like harder, harder, harder. No, I didn't do Then that. you got three tampons. You're being really Chuck Berry right now. Fart. You like my farts? <laughs> That's so gross. So then I was like, huh, maybe there's, no, no, it must look like, you know, it must look like how I think it would look like. And then you have sex and it's really sad because you're like, what is happening down there? That what do you need to do to make it feel good? Well, you have to realize that you need a little foreplay mm-hmm. and you're fucking young guys too. So they don't really know don't that you know. need How would that. They know? Yeah. Just straight in. Yeah. It's like, you oh, straight in. It's a nightmare. It's like, what is that? Nothing. It doesn't feel like anything. You have to get yourself in the mood. You have to be mentally relaxed, open to it, open to the feelings. I don't know. It's just so much more mental as a woman. And that journey takes a few years to enjoy it. Whereas you guys, it's just, you know, pumping dumps. No easy buckets for ladies. <laughs> no easy no buckets. Easy buckets. Uh, uh, yeah, how do here's we get what I'll kiss? say. How do we, how do we help for young men? You're gonna oral sex is your friend in that you can a you can get a woman prepared. You can get her. You can prepared. get her into it. And also, Dressed. your tongue is a much better instrument than your dick for a lot of women. Mm. Uh, you, you, first of all, they, they get clitoral stimulation. That's not your dick. First of all, the guys think your dick it will give women internal orgasms. The biggest thing that no one ever talks about is the bone above your dick is a key. It is a fucking key. It is a 
It is more important, arguably, than your dick. <laughs> the bone above your dick. So uh, what I'm telling you is dick's going to do what it does, but focus on your mouth and your dick bone. Dick bone. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Bianca. No, yeah. No, just give it a good graze. Yeah. You got to graze Yeah, it. like the like when they're on top, that's all dick bone. Yeah. That's, that's all dick pump. That's, and you just, it's awkward. You got to figure it out. But it's not anything like the movies. It's not like the movies. That's the problem. I'm like, I was like her with sex. Yeah, it should work like it does on TV. Yeah, no, yeah I'm going to become a nurse. Um, How do we help her get kissed? I mean, that's just between her and her. Get her wasted. <sighs> Come on. Sorry. Come uh, on now. Come on. Not anymore. Bianca, you're so three years ago. <laughs> what uh, about? That was like dialogue from an 80s movie. Like, we got to get her wasted. <laughs> yeah. Or when people want to tell you bad news, I got to get you yeah, drunk. Yeah, got to get like, her fucked up. Stupid. I do have a Neil Brennan's an old man and it's been in showbiz forever story. Please. Do you remember the movie Never Been Kissed? Oh, my God. Uh, Drew Barrymore. Drew John Riley, Molly Shannon, a mm. uh, bunch of people. Um I knew the people that were making it. That's how old I am. And uh, in 1998, 99, and they, one of the extras on set used to corner John C. Riley and sing a song that they composed called Never Been Kissed <laughs> Like This. And they had a whole lyric thing. And it used to make John C. Riley so fucking uncomfortable. Uh, that they would corner him and sing, <laughs> "Never been kissed." That's fun. like this. Uh, I feel like so, now you'd get kicked off the set. Absolutely. Back then, they didn't know anybody. Yeah, but that also is more. It feels more like work than the the A listers are walking. You know what I mean? It yeah. feels more just like yeah, we're all making this movie, fucking yeah, movie. Yeah. And you're then, there every day. And you're, yeah, yeah, you play one of the students. I like that. Never been kissed. <laughs> so whenever I see the term or the movie "Never Been Kissed," I hear the song. You know what she and could now do? You will too. She could uh, just fucking sell this idea to uh, some low-level TV show and make it a reality show. You're not wrong, but this girl sounds like she's afraid of TV or something. Perfect Dresses for like TV. Grandma. I want to go to England. <laughs> We're going to send you to nurse in England. Goodbye. Good news, lady. You're going to be a nurse. You. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. You've got mail. Um, hey, Neil and Binky. My name's Dan. I'm a 39-year-old white male near Toronto, and I'd like to think I identify closer to Neil than I am uh, your traditional white guy as I... not. I think you meant to say not your traditional white guy. As I predominantly listen to hip-hop music, play basketball, hate hockey, which people will call me un-Canadian because of it. I am not sure how much coverage this is getting in the States, but up here... We've had a slew of incidents occurring in the hockey community where a Canadian staple named Don Cherry, this story did travel, by the way. I didn't. Um, uh, was fired for using the words, you people, on air in reference to lack of uh, poppies being worn on Remembrance Day in and around Toronto. I don't know what. but Poppy? Since then, I don't fucking know. I'm sure it's some Canadian shit. Since then, an ex-minor pro hockey player uh, by the name of Akeem Alui, um uh, told a story from 10 years ago where he where a coach who's since been fired from the Calgary Flames organization asked him to turn off that Bianca 
Nigger music. Yeah, in the dressing room. Uh, the player has not been formally apologized to either, and it starts the conversation of cultural diversity in sport and where your typical white person will say, well, if it's in the music, what's wrong with him saying the word? Or this was 10 years ago, who cares? Or he wasn't good enough to play, so now he wants a payday. Or maybe the NBA and the NFL should be, have more diversity. I wanted to know what Neil feel and how big you think about cultural diversity in sport and this topic in general. Love the podcast. Also, never heard uh, nigger music being said in song. That's I'm what sure, they're calling I'm, it. I, yeah, I wonder if they have. I'm sure somebody has called it that, though. Nigga music. Yeah, I feel like it's a uh, it's something like he's like, like I was quoting. Big boy would say was quoting. Um, what big boy from Outcast would say? Oh that. no, no, I know. But um, what do you think? Uh, what do I think? <laughs> I think that uh, I th- well, I have a uh, 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 here's some good news. I have a, a useless observation. Come on now, hit it. This is also a, po- a, a smallpox blanket statement. Um, I love them. I always wanted to, t- it's so fucked up, but I always wanted to tweet uh, hockey players for when you want to date an athlete, but you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> Because a lot of models will date hockey players. And you're like, are you a hockey fan? No, right. you like big dudes. You just are afraid of black guys. Right, you, you want like a big white. big bruisers. So you, the only word that there's big bruisers are is hockey. So you'll see like a lot of, a lot of models date hockey players. And you're like, hockey? Huh. <laughs> you just wanted a big monster, but you're, you're racist. Um, so I had a little something for you. Um, and uh, it's true, though. If you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, you I'm like thinking... athletes, but you're afraid of black guys. Well, also okay. on the dating app we both have, mm-hmm. the fancy pantsy one, so many hockey players. Oh, that's funny. Because I'm on this end. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a fuck ton of models. Yep. There's so many hockey players. I bet. And Especially you, in this how do you area. know they're hockey players? They say hockey. Oh, got it. And and they're in you LA, tell, so yeah. they're either a king or yeah, a or a duck. Both pretty sexy. Did you a mighty guess duck. or is that Anaheim you know? Mighty Duck? Anaheim, okay. Uh written by Steve Brill. They stole the name. He wrote <laughs> the movie. V. He wrote the movie. They then named the, the team after them and then Are he sued joking? Disney and won. Wait, they named the actual team after the movie. Yeah. And Steve and gave Steve Brill no money, and he was like, "Uh, fucking, uh, how about go fuck yourselves and sue Disney?" And this is like fifteen years ago, and one, might be twenty years ago. And he he's a he directed Sandwich Special. All they had to do is just not name it after the movie. But it's but it's branding. It's just they own. It's in Anaheim. It's Disney. And Brill won, and he directed sandwich special and the fact that by the way the fact that sandwich special wasn't on any year-end best list it was great is fucking insane because it was such a great special uh so i think that uh sports coaches are i think it's a weird thing where they're naturally racist because so much of sports is yelling at people and when it's white people yelling at black people you can only think of one thing. Slavery. Or as my Italian friend Rita used to say, slobity. Um, she would call uh, slavery slobity. 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 Um, uh, so 
Yeah, I think it's naturally racist, and I think hockey is especially racist because it's they don't really as much as you guys have a the 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 quilt or whatever the fuck the mosaic of Canadian um, representation. Black isn't a big one. There's five or six big ones. Black In hockey Canada? players. Black hockey players, yeah. Yeah, there's like five. Lindsey Vaughn is actually engaged to one of them. Lindsey Vaughn, by the way, did oh. you watch the, the HBO doc? No. There's the Lindsey Vaughn documentary uh, that came out a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, I think a week ago. And uh, she is engaged to one of the guys, a black dude. So she and, isn't But she's fucking racist. great, yeah. She dated Tiger Woods and this guy. Oh. Um, but uh, she... She picks the, the one black dudes in the great. white fucking sport. yeah with white 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 black representatives in a white <laughs> in a white world. Um, she but the doc is dope and she's it, a cool chick. We friends on Instagram or Twitter and she's uh, I met her at the ESPYS when Seth hosted. But she's a cool chick and watch the doc if you can. Okay. Watch that. I watched another doc on Netflix called Dream Killer, which is an acquisitions so that didn't make it, but it's really good. What what is it about? It's about a guy who gets accused of murder and and then he oh, okay, gets sent good. to jail that's, and, that's, that's good. and then Gross. trials and fucking yes craziness. i love trials yeah a guy named him as cons- the his love his a good trial conspiracy the guy okay. his his cohort etc etc et um so that's so sports is racist um goodbye you've got mail you want to read this one okay fine hi Nanki and Bianchi. I, I'll accept it. <laughs> Nanki and Bianchi is pretty fucking Nanki funny. Nanki and Bianchi is so good. A long while back, I was talking to a gay friend of mine when a topic came up that you might be interested in. He was offended by a, com- a comment made to him about the gay slash drag community shameless appropriating black female sassy mannerisms and speech. I believe the accusation was made by a black woman. Being beige as fuck and of mixed descent, I don't really think I qualify to be to be licensing any permission to be a saucy ebony bitch. My question is, do you think this assessment about gay culture is correct? Is this truly an offensive cultural appropriation or just another form of flattery? Oh, I do have an opinion. Go. Well, I saw this shirt. I think I mentioned it once. Yeah. And it was... White girls doing an impression of gay men doing an impression of black women. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the shirt was doing. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, that that's... That's what drag culture is. Drag, but drag at least... I mean, drag is a little bit more extra in all sense of the word, but gay culture being fun and I think charming in gay culture is... How close can you get to a black, yeah. a strong black? It's female? a minstrel show. <laughs> Honestly, it's a bit minstrelly. You don't do blackface, but you do a uh, black character face. It's a hundred percent. It's blackface without it. I actually watched. I don't know why I follow these like militant black vlogs sometimes. Just to sometimes they just be making me laugh. And they showed this movie. I forgot what it was, but it was just a blackface movie. They showed a snippet. Yeah, and I. It's pretty darn spot on. Like yeah. they were doing yes, high quality. And, yeah, I mean it's not yes. It's the vert. No, it's the like, 50s what are you talking about? Yeah. But oh, girl, you know I don't. Yeah, like it's they're doing. That's what it is. It's cultural. 
it's what I was saying a few months ago, which is Halloween's going to be over soon. You're not going <laughs> to be able to do because the calculations on these things, if you really get into it, it's, I mean, it's fucked up. Is right. gay people thinking black women are fun and then acting like them fucked up? I don't know if you're selling again, if you're selling it. I think the problem is, well, they're, I mean, they're selling it. It's a whole culture. Gay culture is right. But thing. are they, what are they making money? It's, are they specifically selling a I mean, product? Dr- drag queens. Drag queens. Selling, absolutely. Selling. Are a lot of them are acting like sassy black sisters, but we don't talk about it, but there's a lot of discrimination in LGBTQ. Is that all? Yep. Um, no, that's not all, but that's a bunch of them. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> Anybody else want to yeah, get hop in on that? The, go, go, go ahead. Get um, there's a lot of discrimination in that community towards each other. You know, there is. I know that when you're trans for a long time, you've been like, "We're gay." Like, you want to be a woman? Like, I, I there is discrimination in that community against trans people. There's, um. In L.A., it's very different than the Bay. In the Bay, lesbians and gays all hang out. In L.A., it's very split. Lesbians hang out in their area. Gays hang out in their area. I've been to – I used to live in Boys Town when I first moved here. There were so many times I'd go out with my friends who were gay that I lived with. They're like, oh, this is a men's only party. Mm -hmm. And so there is this kind of exclusivity in certain gay, I guess, hubs. I'm not sure. So it does – it's not yeah, as inclusive as you think. I don't know how racially in- integrated it is. I, don't, I honestly don't know. I, I, I don't know. I've heard mixed things. I don't know. I think it depends on the culture of where you are. I think in the South, it's a little bit more... Yeah. I don't know enough. Yeah. But I do think we don't talk about it as much. And gay men kind of filter out black, sassy black culture towards palpable for white women. Yeah. Where everyone is like, yes, queen works, slay. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Also, it's cheesy. Yeah. It's know. all, it, uh, yeah. Then I wonder if you look at Beyonce's uh, hair and makeup team, you wonder, like, are they getting, I feel like once you're that famous, you get all of every, anything you know about culture, you get from your hair and makeup people. But that's the thing. And is if, it- if they're gay, then they're telling Beyonce, they're telling whoever Gabby Union or any of these people. Um, we should have talked about Gabby Union suing. Uh, oh yeah, we can talk about that. I, uh, well, uh, the funny thing about what you're saying is it's kind of chicken or the egg because we were talking about gay white men, but Beyonce had an album a few years out called Sasha Fears. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, a gay man came up with yeah. that. No way she came up with that. So I don't. I'm not sure how to split who's contributing and who's taking i think it's both but i think we're talking about black people yeah black gay men and black women well taking and giving i think they'll be safe as long as they don't wear box braids (laughs) goodbye bianca next you know what question i shut that down with a perfect closing quip (laughs) a button you've got me this is a funny one okay hi neil and bianca i thoroughly I thoroughly non-researched observed, okay, just joking. One second and go. 
Hi, Neil and Bianca. A thoroughly non-researched observation I've made. Here, let me go. And that hey, is- Neil and Bianca. A thoroughly okay. non-researched observation I've made that isn't remotely empirical or even humorous. Women with wider hips seem to be friskier. Um, uh, got a little something for ya. Got a little, well, got a little something for well, ya. Duh, got a little singing. something for ya. My completely non-scientific theory is that unconsciously they know they can handle childbirth, whereas less curvy women know a baby would give them a harder time on the way out. This probably should not even be dignified with an answer. But that's what a useless observation and is. And we like wrong shit I, here. It doesn't have, have to be. To right. be it, it, you have to. It has to kind of check out. That kind of checks out. Sure. I feel like wide-hipped women are pretty sexually confident. I'll I'll go with that. I don't know if that's true. What do you think? As someone with a nice waist-to-hip thigh ratio. Yep. I don't know. I feel like my sexuality it comes from my blood. Like I feel it in my right. blood. I don't it's not like something I learned or Yeah. I feel like That's a good outfit by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. The it's a good outfit, and uh, your butt looks good. So. I I also have been doing a lot of butt workouts. Great. Anyways, it seems more together. Yeah. In um, those pants. <laughs> FYI, it's a it's a jumps. It's a it's overalls. Um. Uh, so yeah, that's what I little something feel for you a is. little. Also, curves help you as a woman feel more womanly. Yep. That's why I think penis size and breast size are the most. They're a lot less for the other person than they are for the actual person inside. I, guys don't give a fuck about breasts and girls. It's like, sure, if your dick is bigger than six inches, you can work with it, you know? Right. But I'm saying. But you feel better with a bigger dick. Yeah, but I don't. A I also feel like I don't assume. Womanly. I don't assume a guy's good at sex based on dick size. I just based on what I said about the dick bone. How big's your dick bone? How big is that's, your dick bone? That's what I'm saying. How big is your dick bone? Well, do you I feel like every guy in the world, if there was a magic pill that would just give you one inch more, every guy would take it. Sure. I mean, what's the harm? <laughs> if you're like at or if you're already at seven or eight and then you add another it's like then you're in you're actually harming people. Whereas uh I feel like breasts guys are whatever. They're cool with well, even small breasts. Yep. But women you feel Every woman would enlarge their breasts if they could. And not me, but right. women without without smaller breasts. So I just think the curves that you get make you feel more sexy. So I think he's right. Great. Uh, that's what Got a Little Something For You is all about. I have another Got a Little Something For You. Come on now. God, it's so great. It's so good. Um, I hope all the uh, audio buddy, are... I won't say who, but he once made the observation that Asian people have thick calves. Huh? Useless thick? observation. Yes. Yep. Now I'm going to be looking. Yep. Goodbye. Oh, my um, You've got hey, mail. Feeler, something that will assuredly make Neil feel great. He is 100% correct regarding the claim by businesses that they don't throw out food for liability reasons. That's actually a thing that hasn't really ever happened, like that, ever. But, okay. Businesses peddle this excuse all the time, but this claim is brought up in products liability discussions in law school as an example of things that, quote, sound real but aren't. The real presumed reason is that they don't want to attract homeless people to their restaurant or store. Uh, that's from a law student. So, But I, I'm the one who said that it's a liability reason. 
just uh, I don't I think it I think it's a split. Because I worked at Whole Foods and they threw out the food for liability. They I think I said it. it's fake though. Oh. And you um, think it's the fake reason that they give, yes. but they really are just like yes. Well, then there That's we what go. they call a seven ten split in bowl in bowling. <laughs> I don't know what that All means. All bowling metaphors today. Goodbye. Um, go. You got this one. <laughs> you've got mail. Uh, hey Neil and Bianca, but mostly Neil for this. But mostly <laughs> read this. Do not mumble. But mostly this. hey Neil and Bianca, but mostly Neil for this. Since Bianca seems like a well functioning person, you <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, just worried to just wanted to write in uh, about my experience with five HTP. I've dealt with mental issues. Since I was a teenager, currently 29, being diagnosed as either a combination of severe depression and social anxiety disorder or bipolar 2, six different medications and combinations didn't seem to help much beyond numbing me. So for the past few years, I've stopped taking pills altogether and dealt with my mental swings like an old-timey sea captain bracing against <laughs> the storm. Results were mixed. After, healing Neil, after hearing Neil talk about mental health issues and relating so well to his experience, I gave up my no more pill stance and tried taking some 5-HTP last week since you said it was one of the only supplements that made a difference in how you felt. A comedian's podcast isn't the best place for medical <laughs> advice. No, it's not. Reddit is. You. But fuck it, right? Within an hour of taking it the first day, I felt almost maniacally happy like a box got unlocked in my brain. I've taken 100 milligrams with breakfast every day. And even though that initial high isn't there anymore, this is the first time in my life I've been able to motivate myself to participate in life and the things I love writing, reading, leaving the house. Uh, I love leaving the house. Um, this anxiety avoidance, why bother attitude that used to kill all my motivation in the crib is noticeably better. And I kind of hate myself for taking this long to find the right mix of chemicals for my fucked up brain. He goes on and on. But try something. This goes Aww. for everybody. He said he wished he'd try uh, TMS earlier, but he used to associate it with shock treatment. It's not shock treatment. Like, we have to be in uh, 2019. There, Neil, you helped. I know. that Nobody. I, I texted this to Charlemagne the other day. Like, no, somebody sent me. Charlemagne wrote an article last week, and, and somebody sent it to me. It was like, I. she said she was crying immediately. And Charlamagne's like, I didn't even, I wrote that as like a last minute thing. Like, right. it, and nobody talks about it. I talk about it. Charlamagne talks about it. Kevin Love talks about it. That's the list in terms of people that are like, yeah, met, uh, um, in terms of men that talk about it openly. If I'm forgetting somebody, forgive me, but it's silly. Right, it's small. It's fucking silly. So try something and uh, don't, you know, d don't be proud. Don't be stubborn. Just try some. It's you. What do you have to lose? Other than maybe you go a little nuts. Uh, no, you won't go <laughs> nuts. You'll be fine. Stop. T whatever it does to you, you can stop it. Right. Um, we have to stop. We have to stop the podcast right now. Why? Because I have to go. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And it's been an hour and 45. We, we no, it's fine. I just didn't know. You, it was abrupt. I didn't know. So this is, a, this is a great one. One of the greats. One of the greats. <laughs> Spread it. Bye. Goodbye.